The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, my name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and what a win for Manchester United. A convincing 2-0 win at home at Old Trafford against Tottenham Hotspur. Man, oh man, oh man. And quite frankly, I got to really mention right off the bat that the 2-0 win within itself is very respectable. It's huge for the Red Devils. But in the manner and the fashion of how they won, now that, ladies and gentlemen, that tells the story. Because as as I was watching the game... As a matter of fact, I should let everybody know, I was actually helping my mom clean out her floral design uh, lab. I was actually following the game and watching it on my phone. So at the same time, while I was helping clean up this, clean up her lab and throw out boxes. Because, you know, that's the kind of son that, son that I am. I love my mom. But, you know, the way the, the game was going, I mean, I just had a feeling, you know, obviously, right from the get-go, it, it was quite clear that Manchester United was going to be up for a huge challenge because, you know, Tottenham is in the top four. And luckily, Tottenham is actually still in their in their spot, you know, at number three. And unfortunately, Manchester United doesn't go up. They're still stuck at fifth, you know, even though they got the three points. But, man, it, I'll get to the rankings at the end. But still, it is a little bit frustrating for Man U to kind of still be stuck. But but the fact that under the under the management of Eric Ten Hag, Manchester United has beaten Arsenal, they've beaten Liverpool, and now they have beaten Tottenham, and they all did it at home. And what's more, they made the way they won those games, it was an absolutely spectacular fashion. And no doubt about it, my good buddy, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh freaking McSwain, would actually express how amazed he is how Manchester United was able to beat those top three teams, and they were able to do it convincingly, and they did it at home. Now, speaking of my good buddy, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh freaking McSwain, you know, our bond goes beyond a love for soccer. I mean, our bond, our friendship, you know, it really is something special. 
okay? And, you know, Josh, how he came into my life, y'all, is just how he came across my show, my Twitter. I mean, he literally, he listened. He found everything in the description. And (laughs) that's the first thing I love about Josh because Josh is just far beyond the status of a loyal supporter. I mean, Josh has been with me for so long. And God bless him. He's he's a great guy. He's a great friend. Josh, I know that you're listening, man. Thank you for all thank you for all that you do. I can't wait to have you on the show again. I can't wait for us to hang out again in the future, buddy. So anyway, speaking of Josh, so Josh obviously kind of you know expressing his thoughts on the game. You know he mentioned at halftime that you know, it was zero zero, but it was still like an interesting game. But as I you know basically kindly told him, I'm like it's kind of frustrating for me and you to have five shots on target but not be able to convert. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, that's something that Mr. McSwain and I have certainly spoken about. But through many times, he would say, let's wait till the end of the game. And in this particular one, he basically got it right. <laughs> now, he didn't exactly text me, you know, just wait, till, just wait till how things go in the second half. Well, you know, he did mention, you know, he's hoping for a better second half. And we got it. We definitely, and Manchester United definitely got it. I mean, I'm kind of now reminiscing, you know, fully to my full days of being a strong supporter of Manchester United, but that's kind of faded away, especially because of just being a, an objective journalist. But then again, Real Madrid is still close to my heart, but Manchester United's still out there. But anyway, you know, the second half certainly told the story, especially in the opening minutes of the second half when Manchester United took the lead courtesy of Fred, and that goal, my God, the fact that Hugo Lloris just didn't even make an attempt to go after the ball. Now, I'm not going to bury Hugo Lloris because sometimes the ball goes in a direction you are just left in a state of confusion. You don't even know if it's even worth even trying to bother going after the ball. But the bottom line is, Manchester United scored. And when that happened, I said, well, here we go. The game has been kicked in a gear. Any second now, or any minute now, rather, the Tottenham Hotspur... They are going to find a way to equalize, but amazingly, and I do mean amazingly, they did not. Now, Manchester Manchester United played great, but Tottenham had their chances, especially at the beginning when Bentacour had a spectacular opportunity but failed to convert. Tottenham basically was a fighting opponent, a worthy opponent in this game. I mean, Tottenham is Tottenham. We, We can all make all the jokes we want, but Tottenham did did prove themselves as a very fierce and worthy opponent. Now, granted, they only managed to register two shots on target, and I know it's amazing that how David De Gea, David De Gea was able to keep a clean sheet against a very dangerous attack, a Tottenham attack that certainly cannot be underestimated. I mean, the fact that Tottenham had Harry Kane and Sun Hung Min in the front too, man... And the Manchester United defense was able to be just so absolutely solid. Manchester United was just amazing. Now, it does break my heart a little bit that Marcus Rashford had two... I mean, I lost count, but he had two huge chances to score, but unfortunately was very, very unlucky. It breaks my heart because Manchester United, you know, you know, especially with Rashford, you know, he's been getting a little bit of momentum going. So, honestly... You know, I, I just, I just refuse to, um, I just, ref, I just refuse to uh, bury, to, to bury uh, Marcus Rashford. I refuse to quit on him. Rather, I mean, I, I don't know why, because you know these young, you know, very unique talents. You know, they, they give me stories to talk about. You know, stuff to even mention on, on this show. So, 
So really, I, I just refuse to quit on the guy, you know, and, and hopefully things, you know, pick up. But still, you know, the fact that he was able to pay, play somewhat effective and actually kind of almost score, that kind of sets up thing. But unfortunately, the inability to finish is kind of a... Uh, that kind of tells the story, and, and, it, and it makes things very difficult. It applies major pressure on the shoulders of Mr. Marcus Rashford. But, but again, I refuse to quit on the guy. Anyway, so moving forward, you know, just how amazing and solid the Manchester United defense was. I mean, the stats and all speak for themselves, but, you know, looking at the, uh, the lineups or the tactics and the formations, rather, you know, Lissandro Martinez and Rafael Varane, you know, in the center with Diego Dallo and Luke Shaw, respectively, on the sides with Fred and Casemiro in the midfield. And you had Sancho, Bruno Fernandez, and Anthony in the forwards. And you had Marcus Rashford deployed as the lone striker. So, you know, and, you know, Bruno Fernandez, you know, being set in the, in the center forward. I mean, Bruno Fernandez, you know, scored the second goal. And, and what a golazo that was. You know, that Bruno Fernandez, you know... <laughs> Unfortunately, what what could have been his second goal of the game was unfortunately nullified because of an offside, and we saw we saw his reaction. He knew about it, but he just decided to go ahead and finish. I mean, sometimes even though if, even if you know you are offside, if you finish, then you still have something. I mean, hey, even if the goal doesn't count, if if you do something huge, hey, you know what? People are gonna be talking about it, so that's what it's about. But I, I'm telling you, you know, five midfielders by Tottenham. I mean. <laughs> Now that is actually that's the challenge right there. I mean the fact that five midfielders and you know and Manchester United was able to keep a clean sheet and you know you had five midfielders and you had Harry Kane and Song Hong Min right the the front two right in front of them. Man, Tottenham could have seriously destroyed them if Manchester United had just not been on top of their game. I mean sometimes I, I even ask the fact that you know it's actually quite a freaking miracle the fact that Manchester United was able to keep Tottenham away from the. To, to keep him from scoring. I mean, for David De Gea, you got to hand it to him. I mean, keeping a clean sheet was not easy. And while I give credit to David De Gea, I mean, I got to give credit to the defense as well. I mean, for this one, I give credit to the entire team because Manchester United, everything they did correctly, it all sums into one thing, ladies and gentlemen, and one thing only. And Mr. Josh McSwain would happily say, with great enthusiasm, he would say amen to that. Manchester United played and they won as a team, as a cohesive unit. It was all about teamwork. They strongly, and I do say, they strongly utilized teamwork. And it worked. We got results. Now, unfortunately, there was a couple of mishaps here and there. But that's going to happen. That's part of the game. They stayed focused. They got the job done. And they got to keep doing that at all costs. Considering that Manchester United, their next game, will be against Chelsea. And it's going to be at Samford Bridge. And that's going to be tough. Now, speaking of Chelsea, they did actually tie it home, I believe, to Brentford. But it's still, you know, I, I, I still you know, w- wouldn't consider that as an excuse not to take them seriously. But now going back to Manchester United, now looking at the stats right there now. <laughs> Man. Eight saves for Hugo Lloris. Now, me being French-American... Hugo Lloris, at this at this point of his career, you know, thirty, you know, in his mid to late thirties now, you know, again, I spoke about how this World Cup next month could be his, you know, last World Cup you know, with a French national team. I mean, who knows how much he has left in his career? I mean, who knows uh, if his time at Tottenham is running out? Because you know, I'd imagine that when his current contract with Tottenham is up, then he's probably going to be let go. And 
it would not surprise me if Igor Loris either went to uh, the United States to play in, in the Major League Soccer or if he actually went return home to play for a club in France. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he returned to play for his first club, Nice, or whatever. I mean, you know, wherever Igor Loris can actually play soccer and stay, still have that passion, still make an impact, you know, I'm going to be rooting for him. You know? And when, I think, when, when we come to that, you know, if there's news that he's let go from Tottenham, then, he, then he's linked with numerous uh, clubs, then you know, I'll be here to talk about it, so... Anyway, but still eight saves. I mean, I saw those saves. Those saves are just absolutely spectacular. And that's what I want to see in the World Cup. That's what I want to see Hugo Lloris do in the World Cup. Hugo Lloris might not be the best goalkeeper out there, but he is actually one of the most unique goalkeepers out there. What we saw today, that was no coincidence. Hugo Lloris made those fantastic saves, okay? Manchester United, ladies and gentlemen, 10 shots on target. 10 shots on target. And they only converted twice. And Hugo Lloris made a total of 8 saves. That cannot go unnoticed. That you cannot give... You, you should not be in a position to where you refuse to give credit. You have to applaud that. For a 35-year-old goalkeeper like Hugo Lloris to still have such an elite and amazing performance, that is amazing. But 8 saves. 8 saves. Man, and them being so spectacular, you know, I'm just finding the urge to want to go back on YouTube and watch them all again, and that's probably what I'll do as I edit this episode. Now, Tottenham's defense, 17 interceptions, 9 blocks, and 10 clearances. Very, very respectable. Manchester United, a total of 15 clearances and 2 blocks and 7 interceptions. So, solid defending on both sides. And looking at that, you know, the passes and everything, you know, I mean, it says here that Manchester United had two big chances missed, and now particularly the, the two sh- the two chances for Marcus Strasher, I imagine that's exactly what Goal.com is referring to. Now, there, there was definitely some other big chances missed. I would definitely say there was probably at least two or three more big chances missed by Manchester United, because again, 10 shots on target, that tells the story. And one big one chance, you know, missed for, for a Tottenham. You know, I think when, when Harry Kane it was one-on-one with David De Gea, and David De Gea just beat Harry Kane, that must be the big chance that Gold.com is referring to. I mean, you know, I, I love Harry Kane, but seeing him being denied the way he was, you know, by David De Gea? <laughs> yeah, David De Gea really just, man, it, it took courage, but hey, David De Gea got the job done. So very, very impressive by Manchester United, and by all cost, and by all means, they gotta keep it up. Okay, the next game is against Chelsea on the road, and Chelsea again they suffered a home draw to Brentford. Okay, and I gotta take a look at a little bit of that, honestly. You know, saying you know how Chelsea, man, both teams had five shots on target. My God, <laughs> five shots on target for Brentford too. So you, you got you gotta give you gotta give that to Brentford as well. You know, seeing Chelsea, you know, a lot of other players, you know, several other players, you know, were in, you know, they deployed Broja as the lone striker, which I hope I said that correctly. You know, Christian Pulisic, Raheem Sterling, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, they all, they all didn't even start the game, but they came in. Eduard Mendy was on the bench again. You know, Hakim Zayech never came in. So... So it was interesting to see how all these, you know, several players who weren't even, who didn't even start the game, but they came in, but it really, it really didn't do any, didn't do Chelsea any favors. It's, it's actually quite unfortunate. And I was actually wrong. It was not it, the, the draw was not at home. It was actually on the road. So I apologize for that. Uh, but but still, I mean, but you know that that makes the game even more interesting. The fact that it's going to be 
at Stamford Bridge, and Chelsea's coming off a, a very frustrating draw at home against, uh, excuse me, on the road against Brentford. Well, well, we'll see. That game, that game is actually uh, this Saturday at, at eleven thirty. I mean, right now they're kind of catching up, you know, from all the postponements games. So Chelsea definitely heavily favored. So we'll have to see how that goes. So now looking at the uh, fine, uh, at the standings, you know, at, the, at this point, you know, Arsenal remains on top with nine wins, zero draws, and one loss. Their sole loss was against uh, Manchester United, and Manchester City is in second. You know, you know, both uh, Manchester City and Tottenham were at seven wins, but Tottenham has two losses while Manchester City has one. The game between Arsenal and Manchester City uh, it still says it's postponed, so we'll see how that goes, but... But Manchester United needs needs to win big time this weekend so they can move into the top four. But they gotta they gotta keep winning at all costs because before this game, Manchester United suffered a, a scoreless draw at home against Newcastle, which was which was pretty embarrassing. And you know, for Manchester United, you know, the previous two Europa League group stage games against a I think it's a club in Cyprus called Ammonia Ammonoa or something like that, Ammonoia. However, but you know, Manchester United, you know. Amassing, you know, very frustrating results. I mean, they want both games, but but considering that at one point, you know, Manchester United was losing to Amonoya, you know, especially on the on the game on October sixth. So, and they they finally, you know, when they won the second one at home, I mean, that was actually pretty scary, honestly, because Manchester United didn't score till the final, like the closing seconds. I believe it was courtesy of Scott McTominay. I mean. A home draw against you know a very small club that honestly I had never heard of up until that point. That would have been embarrassing for Manchester United and Manchester United. Actually, next week you know continues uh, has their next Europa League group stage game. After that, they'll actually they'll be hosting uh, West Ham United at home before going against on the road against Real Sociedad. So and then you know the EFL Cup soon starts. Actually, that starts next month. So. You know, Manchester United, Manchester United's definitely the schedule is going to start to get serious, so they got to keep up, keep the wing at all costs. But I mean, Manchester United's in fifth, and Arsenal's still at first, and like that. So, so lot, a lot of soccer left to play. And, and Liverpool now, <laughs> now Liverpool last Sunday beating Manchester City one nothing, and then beating West Ham. You know, today not one nothing with Darwin Nunez scoring for uh, Liverpool. So Liverpool, you know, definitely showing signs, you know, of climbing back up. So now, now we gotta watch. Now we gotta watch out for Liverpool. And I'm gonna take a closer look to Liverpool before I let y'all go. You know, still seventh in the Premier League, but like I said, I mean, they're starting to, you know, they they could be showing signs of uh, like that. I mean, ever, ever since their their seven to one win on the road against against you know the Rangers, you know, in, in the Champions League group stage game. Hmm. Oh man. You know, Mo Salah scoring in the 76th minute for Liverpool against Manchester City. So, that being said, Manchester uh, Liverpool is on a two-game winning streak in Premier League play. So, so Liverpool has got Nottingham Forest. You know, this weekend before they play Ajax on the road next Wednesday, and Ajax has not been doing too good in the Champions League. So, so Liverpool could certainly be on the path of redemption. So, uh, better watch out. Because Liverpool is coming. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for today. But before I let you go, I'd like to remind you that Into the Net FC is proudly brought to you by... 
Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, Major League Soccer, as well as European Soccer. So if you're looking to shop at Fanatics, just find the link in the episode description. You can get your pro sports gear as well as take advantage of the best deals of the world and save some money. And for all you pro wrestling fans, WWEShop.com is now part of the Fanatics experience. So if you're looking to get your pro wrestling merch, just find the link in the episode description. You can get your pro wrestling merch and again, take advantage of the best deals in the world. And Into the NFC is proudly brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus allows you to stream the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Europa Conference League. Plans start at $4.99 per month and you can cancel at any time. Subscribe now and you can even get a free trial. So if you're looking to sign up, just find the link in the description. You can set up your account in less than two minutes. You can binge watch soccer as well as binge watch all your favorite shows. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for Paramount Plus. And finally... Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much again for joining me today, and I will see you all next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.